Hello and welcome to John Cook Ministries podcast. I'm John Cook. Good morning, and I want to welcome you to this, our continuing study on just a thought on the book of Revelation. Today we're dealing with Revelation chapter 13 and verse 2. In our study, we are going to see the we're going to see John's vision of the uh, this I messed something up. Sorry about that. In our study, as I started to say a minute ago, we are going to see today the vision of the Antichrist. We see that he will come in looking like a leopard, walking like a bear, and talking like a lion. We are going to consider what this revelation shows, what these three parts show, and try to get a pretty good view of the Antichrist in our study. So, sorry, I missed that one. So look at Revelation chapter 13 and verse 2 where we read, And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion, and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. Now there's a few things here I wanted to emphasize, and I, I hope that you'll be brought to see them, and that is first, some things concerning interpretation in Scripture. Notice that, notice that God says that the word uses the word like and the word as repeatedly. And anytime you see this term like, or you see the term as, it means whatever he is picturing, he is using something to picture it. That it is not literally that, but it is like that. It looks like that. It walks like that or as that. And so th this is a good thing to keep in mind as you study the scriptures. Now, Notice that he says that this beast that appeared was like unto a leopard. The interesting thing is, is that a leopard is mentioned in relationship to Israel. Look at Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 6. It says, Wherefore a lion out of the forest shall slay them, and a wolf 
of the evening shall spoil them, and a leopard shall watch over their cities. Every one that goeth out thence shall be torn in pieces, because their transgressions are many, and their backslidings are increased. Now in this case, the leopard that is mentioned is a literal leopard, not just like a leopard. Sorry, I can't do, I'm not doing very good today, so. So, it is a literal leopard. And this was God bringing judgment upon Israel. Now, the interesting thing is, is that he then, in speaking to Israel, also points out that there is that the lion will be there, the wolf will be there, and the leopard will be, be there. All these are ravenous beasts. And they are going to destroy Israel because of her sin. But it is dealing with individual Israelites that go out of the city. So God is simply giving to them a picture of, and a warning at the same time. Now, it's interesting because when we look at the, the lion, we see a type of the devil. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, He goeth about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. So the devil is pictured as a lion. But notice again, as a lion. So the devil is not a lion. He is a counterfeit lion. That is, he counterfeits himself after the Savior, who is the lion of the tribe of Judah. And then notice that he speaks of uh, ravening wolves coming in on the flock. In Matthew 7, 15. Take your Bible and take a look at that. Matthew 7 and verse 15. He says, Beware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. So the first type is a type of the devil. The second type is a type of the, the devil's servants that come in as uh, come in as ravening wolves. Now they put on sheep's clothing. We see this, by the way, today on in many of the so-called entertainment pastors, the ones who are well respected by the media. They come in claiming to be the Savior's servant. They put on sheep's clothing. But they're revealed in their message to be ravening wolves destroying the flock. They're not, they're not there to help the flock. They're there to destroy the flock. This is a sad story. Uh, commentary, if you will, on the 
on the preachers of our day. Many of the preachers of our day. Television, radio preachers. People who are trying to claim one thing, but are in fact altogether different. They're not sheep. They're not shepherds. They're ravening wolves. And then in Revelation 13, 2, where we just read, he comes in as a leopard. So here's the devil as a roaring lion. Here's his servants as ravening wolves. And here he is again as a leopard. So God wants us to get a good picture of the Antichrist. In Jeremiah chapter 13 in verse 23, the scripture says, Can the Ethiopian change his skin or the leopard? So there we are again. We've got the leopard. And he says, Or the leopard his spots. Then may ye also do good that are accustomed to do evil. So God says, can the Ethiopian change his skin? The answer to that is no. Can the leopard change his spots? The answer to that is no. So Israel couldn't change their sin problem. They couldn't get rid of the sin in their life outside of Jesus Christ. Do you know who can change the leopard spots? Jesus can change the leopard spots. You know who can change the Ethiopian skin? Jesus can change the Ethiopian skin. For with God, nothing is impossible. But these things are impossible with men. Jude associates spots with in the Feast of Charity in Jude chapter 12. Chapter 1, verse 12. Don't look for Jude chapter 12 because you won't find it. In Jude chapter 1 and verse 12, he says, these are spots in your Feast of Charity. He's speaking to Christians. When they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water. Carried about of winds. Trees whose fruit withereth. Without fruit. Twice dead. Plucked up by the roots. Now, it's interesting that it says without fruit. And it says fruit withered. Because... When Jesus gives the parable of the, of the sower in the seed, that which fell on the wayside was without fruit. That which withered away was without fruit. So here we are plucked up by the roots. So God is going to... God is going to pronounce judgment on some people in the tribulation period because this deals doctrinally with the, with the tribulation period. But notice that it also speaks to us 
partially because he talks about spots in your feast of charity. And this is talking about our service to God. So this is why it's important to rightly divide the word of truth. Or you will end up teaching something that isn't true. And that is, in the tribulation period, they can lose by taking that spot. Lose their salvation and go into hell by taking the mark of the beast. But today, we are eternally saved. From the instant we trust Christ as our Savior, we are saved for all eternity. The first mention of spots associated with leprosy in the Bible is in Leviticus chapter 13 and verse 2. has a great deal to say about it, as a matter of fact, in Leviticus 13. It says, When a man shall have in the skin of his flesh a rising or a scab or a bright spot, and it be in the skin of his flesh like the plague of leprosy. Then he shall be brought unto Aaron the priest or one of his sons the priest. So here's a spot associated with leprosy. Leprosy is a type of sin in the Scripture. Now we see that there's the likeness of a spotted animal here. And this is a great type of the Antichrist because, because he's going to be exactly everything man wants or thinks he wants. This world wants it, but we as Christians don't want what the devil has to offer. He's a composite, a leopard, a bear, and a lion. In Daniel chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, we see Daniel's vision of four great beasts that came up from the sea, diverse from one another, it says. And let's turn to Daniel. Before we go on there, let's back up there. And look at Daniel chapter 7. And verses 1 to 3 says, In the first year of Belshazzar, king of Babylon, Daniel had a dream and visions of his head upon his bed. And then he wrote the dream and told the sum of the matters. Daniel spake, and said, I saw in a vision by night, and behold, the four winds of heaven dis destroyed, excuse me, the four winds of heaven strove upon the, four, the great sea. And the four great beasts that came up from the sea diverse from one another. The first was like a lion and had eagle's wings. So, he goes through and see and gives us the picture of these four beasts. And these four beasts, the first was like a lion, verse 4 tells us, of Daniel 7. 
The second was like to a bear. Verse 5 tells us in Daniel chapter 7. And in verse 6 of Daniel chapter 7, the third beast was like a leopard. Now these are representatives of four kings. Daniel 7 and verse 17. These great beasts which are four are four kings which shall arise out of the earth. So at that point in time, Daniel is being told that these four kings are going to come. Now, keep in mind that when Daniel is told this, the Babylonian kingdom is in existence. Notice the reverse. The first was like a lion, whereas in our scripture in Revelation 13, too, that's the last, and had eagle's wings. And I beheld till the wings thereof were plucked and was lifted up from the earth and made stand upon the feet as a man, and a man's heart was given to it. So here was a beast that was like a lion with eagle's wings. It's made to stand upon, stand like a man and given a man's heart. This is not a picture of the Babylonian empire. Now, how do we know that? Because it says that these four beasts were, let me see here. that they were going to come. And the Babylonian Empire was already there. So that tells me that can't be, they can't be one and the same. So this lion then must represent something else. And then he says, Behold another beast, a second, like to a bear. It raised up itself on one side, and it had three ribs in the mouth of it, between the teeth of it. And they said thus unto it, Arise, devour much flesh. So the second is like a bear. The first was like a lion, a type of the, not of, the Babylonian Empire, but the Persian Empire. The second was like a bear, a type of Alexander the Great and the Greek Empire that was to come. The third beast was like a leopard, it says, and this after this I beheld, and lo, another like a leopard, which had upon the back of it four wings of a fowl. The beast had also four heads, and dominion was given to it. When this beast starts out, he's like a leopard with four wings and four heads. This is a type of the Grecian Empire under Alexander the Great. Because when Alexander the Great is removed, the kingdom is divided into four under his four generals. So, 
This brings in the Roman Empire. The first was the Persian, the second was Alex the Grecian under Alexander the Great, and the third is the Roman Empire that was divided between the four generals uh, is, is what remained of the Grecian Empire under four generals, and one of those generals rises up to be the leader and forms the Roman Empire. Then he says, and after this, in verse 7, I saw in the night visions, and behold, a fourth beast, dreadful and terrible, and strong exceedingly, and it had great iron teeth. And it devoured and brake in pieces and stamped the residue with the feet of it. And it was diverse from all the beasts that were before it, and it had ten horns. Verse 8, I considered the horns, and behold, there came up among them another little horn, before whom there, are, there were three of the first horns plucked up by the roots. And behold, in this horn were eyes like the eyes of a man, and a mouth speaking great things. So this fourth beast is a composite of the Babylonian, the Persian, the Grecian, forming the old Roman Empire. So here we have a renewal of the old Roman Empire then. The beast which I saw, John says in Revelation 13, 2, was like unto a leopard, a bear, walk like a lion, and talk, excuse me, walk like a bear, and talked like a lion. So this empire that is represented is represented like a leopard. walks like a bear, speaks like a lion. It is a representative of the way God divided the land, uh, divided the world in Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Shem deals with the Asian culture. Ham deals with the African culture. Japheth deals with the European culture. And so these three are going to be combined in this Antichrist. He's like a leopard. He's a conglomeration, a composite. As we said before, pay attention to the words. As and like. They're important to Bible interpretation. Otherwise, you'll teach things that just aren't true. 
So Daniel 7, when we compare Daniel 7 with Revelation 13, we see that Daniel 7 is dealing with the end time. Daniel 7.22, it says, Until the Ancient of Days came, and judgment was given to the saints of the Most High. And the time came that the saints possessed the kingdom. So this is dealing right at the end time. God is bringing us right up to the, to the conclusion of time. Because all of this is going to come crashing down when the Ancient of Days, God Almighty, the Lord Jesus Christ, returns and brings judgment upon this world. And he is going to possess the kingdom with his saints. Now the leopard has a yellow-brown body, black spots, and white belly. He's a melting pot. Now it's just possible that God is showing us the United States. That's just possible. I'm not, I, I, that's my, my thought. Well, a thought I got from somebody as I was reading, but I agree with it. Let's put it that way. Because we have the mixture of the Asian, African, and European in the United States, a melting pot. They used to call it. Today they deal they speak of it as multicultural. By the way, that's a bad idea. Multi multicultural is a bad idea. If you don't believe it, just look at what happens when it everything's integrated into the ten toes in Nebuchadnezzar's image. It's weakened and crushed. Multiculturalism doesn't work. It weakens. When I was growing up, you were either you were an American. People who came here wanted to be Americans. Today, people want to go around calling themselves Mexican Americans, African Americans, Asian Americans. And I guess we could call ourselves European Americans. But in reality, that's multiculturalism, and it's weakened our country. It's made it weak. Matthew chapter 12, and verse 25, Jesus said, Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself shall not stand. When you've got the multiculturalism, you've got divisions. And those divisions guarantee that the house is going to come crashing down. Because a house divided against itself is not going to stand, God says. Again, we say that this leopard is a representative of Shem, Ham, and Japheth combined and could be a picture of the United States. 
His feet are as the feet of a bear. He's integrated with the leopard. He walks like a bear, moves like a bear. This is Russian communism, socialism. And what's happening in our country today? The young people are screaming for socialism. They're screaming for communism. They want to get rid of capitalism, the thing that's made America great. They want to get rid of it. As I saw something, somebody said, said, you can vote your way into socialism and communism, but you have to fight your way out. And I know individuals who have come out of communism or communist countries. And they've told me some of the tales of what they had to go through. And believe me, the United States doesn't want to go through that. But sadly, it seems we're headed for that. Maybe it's a setup for the Antichrist. I don't know. But I know this, we're getting closer to the coming of Christ. He speaks like a lion. The lion could represent Great Britain in the English language. Speaks English, the language of business today. Listen, if you want to deal in business today, you have to know English. The world knows that. They want to learn English. About the only place that I've lived that didn't want to learn English was Quebec. And even Quebecers who were businessmen knew they needed to learn English. English was, is important in the world of business. So here we have the Antichrist coming in, operating like the United States, multiculturalism, moving like a communist, and speaking English. That's quite a picture. That's a picture that we could say would be very evident today in our society as it's going, as things are moving today. I just told my wife today, it's a sad thing when you see our capital looking like a third world country. Because we have our uh, White House and congressional houses surrounded by fences and guarded by military personnel. Like we're a third world country. Our country is beginning to operate like the communists do. They want people reporting on other people. That's what communism does. Speaks like an Englishman. Well, relatively speaking, we do speak English. Even if in some in Britain don't think we do. 
Where does his power come from? This, this being, this person, this antichrist, where does his power come from? It comes from the dragon. The dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. You see, Satan has the authority in this world today. And Satan gives that power to whom he will. He told Jesus that in the temptation. And the day's going to come when the devil will be defeated, but it ain't today. He's very much alive and very much very busy in this world today. But in the days to come, we're going to see Satan himself take over the world's kingdoms. He will inhabit the Antichrist. In Revelation 12, 9, it says the great dragon was cast out, that old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So the devil is now cast out into the earth. He's here. He has no access to heaven at that time. And he's going to take over in this world, even more so. So the Antichrist then will become the devil at this point in the tribulation. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 and verse 7 says, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. So this mystery of iniquity already works where we live today. Satan is already at work. The Antichrist is already at work. The spirit of Antichrist is already at work. But he won't be revealed until the Holy Spirit of God, who now hinders the mystery of iniquity, until he's taken out of the way. And that will happen at the rapture of believers out of this world. When that takes place, the devil's going to show up to take over. 